I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Munster Cast, episode 62. I got it. had it tivis you didn't need to point up two fingers for me man i had it all right welcome That's back everybody to the, the monster cast the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters i am of course your host mike shrews here with my co-host and friend tivis so tivis please tell everybody out there in the monster verse how you been man so after you pointed out the other day that you do our intros twice <laughs> i'm just now realizing that's a thing we do yes we're 62 episodes in, and I just realized we do that. Yep. <laughs> Always. Um, every single time. Uh, it's something I brought up to Tivish yesterday in uh, tech and stuff. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, well, today, real quick, before uh, we get into it, we actually have a guest that we told you about last episode. So um, we were going to bring him on here in a quick second, right after we do the shilling, because, of course, everyone needs to hear a shill. Uh, so you can find the Monster Cast on uh all social media platforms that is uh facebook instagram and twitter all via the monster cast you can also find us on youtube via youtube.com slash at the monster cast and see our pretty ugly faces every monster monday then you can swing on over to if you want just themonstercast.com where we have all of our content videos blogs audio everything like that um and you can even see our guest page and sponsorship page and all that fun stuff there guys uh you can also go over to themonstercast.com slash merch and check out our merch shop um and find everything over there as well and then uh where can they reach us at tivis you can email us at themonstercast at outlook.com or you can go to our website there's a little microphone icon you can leave us a voice message Yes, thank, definitely do that. Um, and there's also a little tip jar on the website as well uh, to do on the website. So you can definitely yeah. go over there. And if you don't want to do that, we also have our Patreon, which, of course, as always, mostly tip jar. Uh, but if you do that, you get access to our Discord where you can follow along with the monsters today along with us. I don't believe there will be an episode uh, up in the past week but there should be a new one today because uh again we have a guest we're not Mm -hmm. doing a regular show uh regular episode today yeah yes um and then uh you can also go over to your podcast service of choice and leave us a review or thumbs up stars whatever they allow you to do over there and uh it's definitely appreciated it definitely helps the podcast it definitely helps the fans of monsters find the podcast uh same as commenting and or liking and and sharing the video as well guys and tell uh, a friend helps us more than anything else you can do yes and and lastly um I think that's it. No, that's it. That's it for this week. week. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, without further ado, then, shall we bring on our guest? Let's do it. All right, Mr. Scott. Scott, how are you doing today, man? 
Not too bad. Thank you. Awesome. We appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, it's been the longest. You, you reached out to us a couple months ago, I think. Um, and we talked about trying to get you on after the new year. <laughs> and, and then things got pushed back and pushed back. So. <laughs> Uh, you're, uh, I gotta say right off the bat, your information you've been adding a lot to our YouTube videos has been invaluable to me. <laughs> I always love, uh, learning new things. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, for people who don't, um, watch the video or anything like that, Scott actually comments about, uh, almost, almost weekly for us, uh, giving us a little yep information on uh, if for something that we might not have grasped or things that we don't know just because of you know uh age gap differences and stuff like that because more intelligence but, but. <laughs> right <laughs> i wasn't gonna say old but yeah we could go old um but no it, it's actually really nice because i mean we're going through the monsters today right now which came out in the late 80s and i was born in the late eighties. So I wasn't really cognitive of everything that was going on at the time, of course. And I just missed it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm in my mid thirties right now and I'm just now being becoming cognitive of everything in the world. So <laughs> I'm in my mid sixties. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we definitely appreciate all of those comments, man. And, and they uh -huh. help us open our eyes to not just the, uh, the monsters, but a different time era, of course, of when the show was coming out. And I really appreciate all that stuff. So, uh, again, thank you for all those, man. Yeah. Oh, oh. We're frozen. Oh, no. Oh, you're oh, back, Scott. There you go. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the video likes to freeze up on this sometimes. All right. Uh, so oh, you can't imagine the funny looks that Mike has left me with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so with that, man, I mean, uh, I would love to pick your brain about your, your monster fandom and stuff. So I got to ask. Yet, but, uh, uh, <laughs> well, how long have you been a Munsters fan? Or Well, I, I saw the very first episode as it aired on CBS uh, in 19 uh, September, I think in 1964. Okay. And, uh, I, I, you know, I fell in love with it uh, immediately. Of course, putting this into context, uh, we had an antenna and we could only get one channel. That was uh, uh, CBS uh, out of channel 12 out of uh, Binghamton, New York. So, mm. but if, we had to have a channel of the three channels that they had, uh, uh, then uh, CBS was the best because that had the best programs, uh, you know, Gunsmoke and Lucy and, and uh, Lost in Space and Lassie and, you know, <laughs> you go on and on. And yeah. so that really, it, it, it was uh, fortunate uh, in that regard. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Now I, I think everybody takes it for van advantage that we have so granted. much access or granted. Yeah. Advantage, <laughs> whatever. Uh, that we have so much access to content nowadays with like the streaming services. And then before streaming services, we still have like what a hundred freaking channels on cable mm -hmm. or Sally and all that stuff. So uh, uh, people we are spoiled for choice. <laughs> yes, we are. We definitely are. Uh, 
I, I remember growing up and it was um, when I would stay with my grandparents before they got cable, of course. Um, it was just basic like four channels and even four channels compared to like some back in the day where it was like you had two channels and that's it. So I'm like even four channels. I felt like very privileged on how much content I could actually watch and stuff. So uh, I always bring up my grandparents, though, because my grandma is actually the one who got me into the monsters. I'm not sure how long you've uh, been following from the first episode or not with us, but we've talked about it. So, yeah, yeah I've seen um, them. I, uh, oh. I, I start midway through somewhere. I can't. Uh, well, I, I think I, I got onto your channel because when the monster uh, movie was coming out, uh, mm. I went on YouTube to try to find out information on it. And then uh, the trailer uh, came out and uh, mm. oh, my gosh, everybody was, you know. Oh, this is horrible, terrible stuff, and and you know, yeah. and yours was one of the very few that was uh, uh, kind of like me had a favorable uh, yeah. opinion of it. That's kind of how I got started uh, uh, on that, is because uh, I'd gone through all these, you know, you type in you know monster tra- uh, monsters uh, trailer mm-hmm. and you get umpteen quazillion uh, uh, yeah. things, so kind of an accident, really. <laughs> right well we love that man uh and we we strive to try and make it so that our opinion is our true opinion we're not trying to fake it for anybody or anything like that so that's what we try and do and oh yeah and i found that um we've we've found favor with a lot more monsters fans in in that aspect because we're genuine with how we feel about because there, there are times where we're like well this episode was kind of stupid wow. or you know <laughs> And so there are times that we do that or even like one of the movies. I think we did one of the movies and they had like the uh, the biker like uh, reindeer scene was just horrible. In the Christmas <laughs> oh, yeah, movie. The last, the <laughs> I never actually saw that movie until much, much. Uh, Monster Go Home, I, I, I did. Yeah. And Monster Revenge. Uh, the, the, the other ones I, I don't honestly think I saw until much, much later. Yeah, yeah. They're, the uh, the they, monsters and monsters today. I've seen some say were aired uh, on television the first time. Right, right. Well, I got, uh, since you brought up the uh, the monsters movie, what did you uh, think about that one? For did, yeah. did you get to watch it? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, and I, 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 it was a double feature, as I remember. I went to see it as a. Saturday matinee, and uh, I don't know whether it's Ghost of Mr. Chicken or uh, there was another movie at the same time, and my memory's a little faded. But uh, okay. uh, uh, I, I, of course, loved anything the monster. I had, uh, and I appreciate your putting it on uh, there, the monster's uh, uh, record, the LP record, yeah. Uh, yeah. because yeah. I, 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 I got that. I think. Probably for a birthday, maybe my my folks probably got it for me, and uh, oh, I played that over and over and over again because wow, number one, it was uh, you know I had a little uh, uh, kind of a review of what the storyline was for I don't know three or four of the stories, and then there were songs on the other side, and uh, you know I used to, in fact, I used to uh, uh, go 
go to bed listening to the uh, uh, the record, and I always had it so that nice. you know if you pull the uh, 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 arm up, then it'll repeat. It'll go over. <laughs> so I went to sleep listening to the uh, the monsters. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so that was like the um, the the monsters movies that you had seen back in the sixties and uh, was it eighties? Was the second one correct? To this, or yeah, second eighty. I would say that yeah, yeah, it was early. I would think early eighties. Uh, yeah, I think maybe. we talked Monsters, about Monsters Revenge, and that had yeah. uh, well, Sid Caesar was in it. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, some others. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't long before Monsters Today started, so right. I think maybe yeah, five or so I, years. I, I think that's right, because I think Monsters Today was the late 80s, uh, when that very late 80s mm-hmm. that yeah. started. And, uh, I, I think these were like seven years apart or something like that from the last movie like that. to the show. Probably, yeah, yeah, that that would probably make sense. Right. Um so as far as like uh, the monsters, though the the Rob Zombie film, did you enjoy that one or? Oh yeah, I did I like okay. uh, well, and I'll tell you, I uh, uh, I liked uh, uh, lady that played uh, Lily. Okay, uh, and in fact, I can't remember the scene, but there was a scene that flashed there, and she almost looked exactly like uh, uh, Yvonne De Carlo for a second there. And uh, yeah. uh, but I I enjoyed the movie I I yeah uh, really, uh, really like it I've I seen it they, I hope they do another one like you said I hope they you know yeah uh, un- unfortunately I think uh, Rob Zombie recently came out and said something about how that he wasn't uh, he wasn't um, actively planning actively planning on doing another one because of how rough it was just to get that one done unfortunately yeah. well I can understand. I can understand that. Yeah. But I, I think it's too bad. Right, uh, right. I think, oh, I yeah. think there definitely would be a market out there for it. And uh, I think well, even like something we has a lot of material he could go over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we've even pitched, you know, even just doing like an animated series for a while, mm-hmm. too. You know, something that would yeah, be pretty something cool. Something like the mini monsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just do something like that because. Uh, and, and we've talked about like um, Sherry Moon Zombie, the girl, the lady who played yeah. uh, Lily in the Rob Zombie film. Like we've talked about like her, her characteristics and the way she portrays it. It feels a lot more like me, Lee Merriweather's character as we're watching yeah, the monsters agree. today because mm-hmm. of the way that I, she yeah. just the mannerisms and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could definitely say watching this show has given me a greater appreciation of her uh, her performance in the so yeah. for for the Rob Zombie film you mean yeah 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 okay because I know I was a little hard on her in my review but like it's, it's only aged like fine wine so <laughs> I've seen the movie about twenty times now because my kid loves it. Um, mm. that's the only way I can get him to watch something monsters right now. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let's, let's do that. I've, I've tried to get him to watch monsters today. I'm like, dude, it's in color, you know? Uh, but he hasn't, uh, dove into that one yet. Um, uh, he, he did he the Christmas your- one though. We, we all watched the Christmas one together for Christmas time. So, um, did he inherit your wife's, uh, I, only saw, that. I only saw the Christmas once or twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so like I've seen the Rob Zombie one way too many times. No, I'm the one who's <laughs> built boosting the numbers on Netflix. Let's say that. And I own the Blu-ray, but I still just watch it on Netflix to keep the numbers going up for them, you know? Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, when we went to um, West Virginia, where my grandparents end up are living, uh, we ended up getting my grandma to sit down and watch it with us, too, because she introduced me to the Munsters and like Bewitched and all that fun stuff. So it was nice to be able to sit down with her and experience watching this newer iteration of the Munsters with her. And and she loved it. She she was like she hadn't watched the Munsters in a very long time. And, and she's kind of like on that repetitive mode uh, uh, in age and stuff now. So she, when she saw certain characters, she's like, Oh, I remember that. I remember this. I remember. And I was like, yeah, remember? See, it, it was, it was really uh, great. And um, I, I loved it. And my kids sat on her lap the whole time and stuff. So it was some, uh, a nice emotional thing for me to see. So, uh, the monsters are, are are one of those things that, for some reason, it keeps like doing something in my life, <laughs> and I'm not sure if I'm like just willing it into existence because of the podcast or what. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, as far as um the monsters today, like, uh, how old were you around when that came out? I'm not sure. The monsters today, I was probably about thirty. Okay. So uh, around our I age. Born, I think it was around 1989. I was born, uh, uh, I, I'm one of the few people, well, not few, there were millions of us, but uh, that were born uh, uh, when there were 49 states. I'm younger than Alaska, but I'm older than Hawaii. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's awesome. Um, so uh, when when it came out, were you like, oh, no, not not a reiteration or not like, you, you know, no, how I, a lot I, of people. I, I, no, I was I, I, I was fine with it. I, I, I mean, yeah, I would like seeing the original uh, ones uh, uh, do a show. But no, I was, mm-hmm. uh, of course, I liked Lee Merriweather and I liked uh, uh, John. Uh, uh, Shook, oh, yeah, and he, you know, was uh, of course on Macmillan and Wife. He was a sergeant mm. on Macmillan and Wife, and a very comic type of character on that. And of course, Lee Merriweather had been in, you know, Batman, and she'd been right on you know, Barnaby Jones, and uh, you know, just a very nice person. And uh, uh, Howard uh, Morton had been on Give Me a Break, and uh, and I saw I was familiar with all the the, the three older ones there. The, mm-hmm. the the younger ones, of course, obviously, I didn't have any recollection of uh, of those. But no, I was right. perfectly fine with uh, you know. I was not one of the ones. That, you know, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. you can't do that. So no, I, I went into a very open mind, and I enjoyed it uh, at the time. Uh, uh, I can't remember. It doesn't seem to me, though, that it was on one of the regular, one of the three networks. I think it was on another. I don't know whether it was USA or, uh, uh, you know, one of those. Uh, that's mm. my recollection was that maybe it was on one of those. Maybe it was on one of the regular ones, but I don't really remember it being. Right, right. I don't know which one of it was on, but uh, 
Yeah, it was one. I, it was it was something that I watched, and uh, uh, it very popular in uh, in England. And okay. uh, the, in fact, that's probably why there was a third series of it. Uh, it was much more yeah. popular, I think, in in, uh, in England and Europe than it was uh, in America. Yeah, we found mm-hmm. that there's like a pretty big fan base for the monsters today, like over in the UK and stuff like that. A lot yeah, more. I believe that yeah and and it's pretty cool because we we've reached out we have a, a one of our uh, patreon members um actually does a lot of stuff with um the monsters today and and we're actually try, uh, gonna be getting him on shortly too to talk about some of the insider information that he possibly has on it and everything so um i think he said that he was also the one who is responsible for the unaired pilot uh, getting released onto the internet as well. So oh, for oh. this for this show, yeah. I, I wish the, my only criticism of, of the Monster Days when I when I watched it, all I had nothing to go. That first episode that you saw was the first thing that I saw, and I was it was a little right. bit confusing. Mm-hmm. You know, the other song I didn't pay much attention to the beginning uh, 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 thing there. It, it, I think it would have been better. Maybe had they redone the first episode mm. to give you more of a perspective. Of, oh, okay, they've been frozen in time or something like that. That's that was on. so when I saw, well, I, I saw it on your uh, show there uh, that yeah. pileup. Well, then that made sense, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely makes a lot more sense. You know, oh. you don't know what was going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, if we would have jumped into that first episode, I think we would have been really like, uh, I mean, we understand what's going on now with so many years removed from it and with some history and stuff like that, reading about it. But it's just like, it, it's a lot nicer to be able to understand the story that came beforehand. And, and it lets you know, also, you know, they haven't been in the 80s for like, 20 30 years they've just came here into the 80s so they're mm-hmm. experiencing everything as it's happening in real time for them as well so i thought that was a, a really cool thing to to be able to see with the whole uh i, I wouldn't what is it is it time travel or is it just like hibernation uh, hibernation no. yeah no. yeah so <laughs> yeah um so yeah, it was definitely great, and that's why one reason why we decided we needed to get the uh, pilot episode on the the, the YouTube at least because that's well, the I only appreciated you doing it. Yeah, oh. it's it's literally the only episode of the Monsters Today that YouTube allows us to upload. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, um, I think we ended up uploading the unaired pilot for the original series too didn't we or yes well I, I, you, you did okay yeah yeah all, so. all of those videos uh are mike's handiwork so if send don't, him the praise don't say that don't say that because then if something goes wrong it's my fault <laughs> Timus edits all this stuff what are you guys talking about like, you don't touch any of this <laughs> um yeah so I'm trying to think of where what else to ask for the monsters today. Like, uh, 
I, I did because I was talking about the whole did you like it when it came out because of the difference. I was always curious because it seems pre internet days that fans were okay more with some of these changes, you know. Um, whereas like with Rob Zombie's introduction of it, as soon as they heard Rob Zombie was doing it, they were like, Oh, we hate it. It's going to be a blood fest. It's, it's going to be a bunch of hillbillies and all this. I'm like, guys, you, you haven't even seen one image. And yes, Tivis was one of those people. He was like, Oh, that's stupid. That's not going to work. Oh, <laughs> um, I am ashamed. And, and, and then it turned out to be a great, you know, uh, love leather to the monsters franchise. I think <laughs> To be yeah. fair, that was before I realized how much of a sitcom lover Rob Zombie is. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he grew up on this. When I hear Rob Zombie talk about like his days of watching the sitcoms, I think of like Jim Carrey's character from The Cable Guy, who was just obsessed with watching nothing but old sitcoms. And that was his family life. You know, he grew up with it. So um, it it's a... Uh, yeah, I, I'm just always curious how the difference was back in like the 80s and early 90s, because, again, I wasn't cognitive to understand what was going on at that time frame about all this stuff. So uh, I went, didn't know if you had any um, not issues, but uh, information on how people Insight. might have reacted back in the day for not just the monsters, but any changes to any franchise, because I think the, the first one I heard about getting a lot of crap for was uh star wars with the prequel series in the 90s and that was like the first time i really heard about anything and but that was also like the first like internet was starting to boost up more at that time too so i was wondering pre-internet era if there was ever anything that you saw with franchises that did it because people for some reason think that it's a new thing that they just reboot franchises and it's not it's been going on for many decades now (laughs) Well, of course, of course, I didn't. I didn't have a com- only real technical people had any kind of a computer, yeah. and it wasn't the internet. You know, they had years ago. They had what's called bulletin boards. You know, when it was all <laughs> yeah. DOS related uh, uh, stuff, and I, I really didn't. I was pushed kicking and screaming and getting a a computer in nineteen ninety seven, I think it was, and mm. uh, an old IBM. And uh, yeah. it didn't like, but uh, uh, the at that time, you or at least me, I got most of my information about television shows from TV Guide. Um, yeah. TV Guide, uh, you know, the uh, little magazine that came out and told you what was on uh, uh, the schedule. Then they they would have articles and things on it, and that, in mm-hmm. large part, was how I. Uh, receive it because they didn't have uh, uh, you know other than calling somebody and talking to them uh, you really yeah. didn't have a mass way of communication you you, you couldn't uh, you know today you can get on and you know uh, thousands of people can can see something at the same time and it really wasn't like that uh, then mm-hmm. so I don't remember um, if you complained about a program, it was generally uh, to yourself or to friends. And, uh, well, some people wrote the studios and things like that. Right. But uh, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. it was, uh, like I said, I think anyway, for me, uh, 
you know, when a sh- new show would come on, quite often TV guy would do an article on it mm-hmm. and interview cast members and stuff. And so that's kind of gave you the idea. And then they would have ads from the movie people themselves. You know, they'd have you know, a picture of the characters and then a little synopsis of what uh, what it was about. Right. You watched it. Yeah, I I miss TV Guide, man. Like they don't have I don't I at least I haven't seen any in the um magazine stands recently. Yeah, I I, don't know. Uh it used to be a little it used to be. It used to be a little little, one, yeah. Reader's digest Mm -hmm. uh you know wasn't as thick as that, but about that size. And then later on uh, I saw it was more regular time magazine type size and i i yeah. getting it by them uh but uh that was a major source of information uh, I I can, well i suppose to uh, some of the other magazines and stuff that came out uh, entertainment magazines but i didn't get any of those I, right i think the closest that we have now i'm gonna try and rip my address off of here before i show it on the camera <laughs> Is uh the remind mag? Yeah, Tivis has one without an address on it. But this is just yeah. <laughs> this has been like one of the um magazines that I found to be closest to reminiscent of the old school, you know, uh, TV guides and stuff like that. Because they, of course, they're I mean they're doing the old TV shows and movies and stuff like that. But they also have like the crosswords in them like tv guide used to have mm-hmm. or the uh find word word finds the trivia because like you have 70s trivia here right now in this one so that's pretty cool um but remind yeah, has got- been like one of the the ones that i've found to be the closest and i'm like can we get something else too guys like we need yeah. more we we got tv guides in my house god for long long time as far back as i can remember my mom would get them and then she'd do the crosswords and i'd you know flip through read some of the stuff yeah well there that used to be the one of the only times back in the days that, that was how you knew what was on and when and where <laughs> like uh-huh. you didn't have uh the internet to just google where is so and so streaming and when is what? it going to be released for the whole series <laughs> i'm like okay yeah sure don't get me wrong i love binge watching stuff too but because sometimes i only have like a day or two at a time and then i'm working the like the rest of the four months (laughs) unlike tibis who just like "Eh, i'll watch it one at a time well one one thing too is you couldn't you know today with the internet movie database and stuff you can look up Mm. an actor and stuff uh, and you might see an actor generally when I was uh, you know younger, uh, you would recognize an actor, but you wouldn't have really an idea what their name was. And I was not very good about waiting till the end credits to, yeah. to you know read the end credits, but uh, uh, it, it, that was about that. You know, you would recognize you'd see, you know, like on Gunsmoke, they'd have the the same actor, you know, and he'd get killed 10 times a year on Gunsmoke <laughs> as a different character. And, and yeah. uh, but you don't know who his, you know, his name is. Now you can go on and, and, oh, okay, you know, he was born here, died, you know, and, which is nice. But right. uh, it, it wasn't quite quite like that. And, and autograph collector, I 
if I could draw autographs. Yeah. And uh, a friend of mine, he was getting all these autographs. I said, well, how, how, do you, how did you get in touch with so-and-so? You know, you could write to the studios and stuff. We generally got a secretarial signature or something. But he, some, he would buy or get like a Los Angeles phone book. Amazing <laughs> oh. <laughs> the number of uh, uh, people that had their their uh, names and and uh, you know phone yeah. numbers. They didn't in. pay for the unlisting. <laughs> not not the big big name stars, the, but but uh, they didn't uh, have that either at that time. So <laughs> we actually called. Well, they didn't have that I, I wouldn't have the nerve to do that. But right, uh, you know, he called people up and. Uh, Sometimes they were nice. Sometimes they were not so nice. But uh, <laughs> at it, least he, he at least he called and didn't just show up to their house. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, he, he lived in Alabama yeah. at that time, so it would have been hard for him to do that. But uh, they wouldn't know that. But uh, yeah, that's how they. And another uh, uh, who's who. Right, the right. Library and mm-hmm. too, and uh, and and that worked out. But uh, so I was like, yeah, the computer has changed a lot of things, and I think younger people that maybe grew up with computers and weren't mm-hmm. dragged kicking and screaming into the computer age, uh, uh, you know. Probably don't. I think. Well, uh, when you're a kid, you think everything has always been this way. You know, nothing was really ever ever different. And uh, uh, so, you know, you're you're kind of used to things, and you don't think, well, gee, they didn't do this back then or, or I, whatever. I think I'm not sure about because Tivis is a little younger than me, but I think for for me, because I, me and my wife talk about it all the time. Sorry, Tibbs. <laughs> um, like three years. I don't know how old you are anymore, dude. Um, but uh, we, me and my wife, always talk about how we're lucky that we were born in the generation that that didn't have the the tech, and we grew mm-hmm. up with it. So we we acclimated to it a lot easier. So we know what life is like without it and with it. Whereas a lot of kids nowadays are just like, "This is all That's I know." All know. <laughs> That's yeah. it. I'm like, go outside, get dirty, put a bug in your mouth, dude. Come on. Like, I no, don't care. Timmis, shush. I mean, maybe not in my backyard because I have chickens. I mean, it's a good source of protein, but. But just don't do it in my backyard because I have chickens and they poop everywhere. <laughs> and that's bad for you. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm, I was trying to find out because you had said something about uh, the channel that the Monsters Today aired on originally. And it's not showing anywhere. Again, this is the issue there's with the monsters. So little information. There's, there's so it's little information. Um, it says it gives me a bunch of different stations for like the local channels, which I mean, some of them were Fox, some of them were CBS, some of them were, you know. I could list those for you. I watched those forever. <laughs> we didn't have cable for a long time. Uh. My network TV, it, it, just random TV channels it might have been on in TV. different it areas might have been of the world. Well, I think. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, let's see here. Here's one. Apparently it was on the CW. That's not right. My network TV and CW. Was it CW in the UK though? It, it was before it was the CW. That's why it is. Oh, it's okay. a WB. No, no. WBKI. Well, I guess, but WB. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. even Telemundo so, it, had aired this show before, which I got a question for I you. Can see you this show, I'm sorry to hold on. I was going to say, <laughs> I could see this show going over really well in Mexico because I, <laughs> I just could see that because just the way the, the, the acting is, it, sometimes it's a little over top in the costumes and stuff. This would definitely go over very well in Mexico. So I can see why they put it on Telemundo. I was just looking at it. I was just like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> All right, what were you saying, Tim? Sorry. Well, I was wondering what, how many episodes does it take for a show to get syndicated? A hundred, I think. Hundred. I think today that yeah, that's probably right. That they that they like to have uh, thing when the they came up with the so-called super stations. Which was probably in the mid to late seventies, early eighties. Uh, you have. Uh, some of the local market stations mm -hmm. that were big, there was like WOR, WPIX, WGN in uh, Chicago, I think it was. And they would, one of them, I remember one time, started airing a lot of the, uh, uh, they were very short run series, you know, maybe, you know, of course, like when the Munsters aired and stuff, you know, you'd have 32 episodes, you know, in a season. Yeah. And well, thirty nine for some of the some of the shows, which would be unheard of today. My gosh, if you did thirty nine episodes, you know the actors are going strike. It's, it's one uh, thing uh, I love. Uh, I love 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 about the Star Trek series was there was like twenty one to twenty seven yeah. episodes a season, and there's seven seasons, and I was just like, yes, give me content. But yeah, like you said, nowadays, could you imagine like if Stranger Things had like thirty episodes a season? Oh my goodness, people would lose their shit. <laughs> no, it, that's a that's another thing is like there's some shows that. They want to get straight to the point, and I can appreciate that. But there's other shows, mostly sitcoms and stuff, and especially in the UK, they seem to be getting away from doing more episodes of just them around having fun. And I, I, I miss that. <laughs> well, you know, the, you the quote unquote filler episodes. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. There's sitcoms are so great. <laughs> They are, but I think that yeah. sitcoms work best when they're uh, serialized and not yes meant to be like a long form. Oh, we're going to continue the story in five weeks. We're going to end it. And I'm like, we don't need a five week long story no, for a no, sitcom. No. You know, you um, can have little threads here and there woven throughout, but it yeah. doesn't need one continuous story. And that's, that's but, uh, again, that's probably why I love sitcoms so much. You could just sit down any episode and just love it. But, but to answer your question too, Tiv is a hundred episodes is the traditional threshold for syndication reruns. However, I All think right. they've kind of gone away from that nowadays with streaming because it, you know, they just sell the streaming rights to whoever, or they put it on their own streaming service now and it doesn't even matter. 
Except yeah. for well, the talent. I mean, once it gets in syndication, usually the talent gets a, a better uh, 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 residual check. So, mm-hmm. so Munsters today didn't reach that threshold. No, no, it was yeah. what twenty seven away. I think twenty seven episodes away uh, from twenty four times three. So, well, they got seventy three episodes, so they're twenty seven away. Twenty. Mm-hmm. You're, I think your math is off, but all right. No, 20, 73. There was 24 episodes in three seasons. There should no way that should add on. A, uh, okay, there were 73 episodes total. According to Wikipedia three. at the moment. 72. <laughs> 73 they probably add you, the pilot. Yeah, if you include the pilot, <laughs> which is what I was adding. <laughs> because <laughs> if you're trying to get into syndication you, you you claim every episode you shot whether it went out or not <laughs> i think married with children even did that because they had a few episodes that were banned and weren't allowed yeah, to air there was on one TV. that wasn't allowed to air until two, uh, 20 no 2003 yeah it, it was the first time it'll aired on tv <laughs> and there was one that you couldn't get at all unless you bought the box set because married with children was very very uh Pushing the envelope. It it wasn't monstery. Let's just say that. No. (laughs) Um, But uh, speaking of the monsters, Scott, I mean, uh, you said you had uh, an event coming up. Did you want to talk about that? Uh, being held and uh, in Mars, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, and uh, Mars, uh, Mars actually a village in Cranberry Township. And uh, the Monster Bash. One of the guests is going to be uh, uh, Daniel Robach. Great man. And uh, uh, he uh, actually. Daniel Roebuck, I met years and years, probably 20 years ago at a monster bash. And it was, uh, he wasn't a, he wasn't a guest. He was, you know, just walking around. He was a, an attendee like I was. Mm. I walked by him and I thought, God, that looks like the guy from Matlock. <laughs> yeah. I walked around him a couple, a couple times, you yeah. know. And finally, I then finally I thought, oh, what the hell? And so I, I said, "Were you on Matlock?" And he said, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, you know, I, I bothered him, or, or I didn't have to call security or anything. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, it, it, that was the first time that I ever had met him. So this will be a more official thing that I can say okay. that. That's my my. Uh, uh, Daniel Roebuck story, but that he, but he, he used to attend, uh, you know, two or three of them. I know uh, in, in the past uh, because he loves anything to do with uh, uh, um, monster movies and and uh, things like that. And so uh, the Monster Bash uh, really is a nice thing. They're having this year is. is when I first started going to them, you know, that you, you had people from the silent monster movies still going uh, uh, to it. But now this year, uh, there's going to be three of the uh, 
actresses that are going to be there were from the 1950s. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Charlotte Austin was in uh, uh, the movie Frankenstein 1970. And she's going to be there. And Frankenstein 1970 was, of course, uh, uh, made in 1958. Uh, I'm not really sure why they chose 1970, but uh, that was a film of Boris Karloff was a star, and Charlotte Austin uh, was one of the uh, actresses that was in that. And uh, then she was in, uh, uh, she had three horror-related movies back then, and uh, uh, I've never met her, and so I'm kind of looking forward to that. She was in... uh, the uh, the bride and the beast in 1958 okay. uh, uh, and that's uh, uh ed wood did the it, it wasn't a ed wood uh he didn't direct uh, it but he didn't direct it. yeah but he wrote the uh, story it's a, kind of an odd <laughs> thing but she plays uh basically i think she plays the bride in the in the thing yeah and uh, mary's this guy you know, has a gorilla and she's, you know, and, and I'm uh, assuming it's Ed, drawn. it's Ed Wood writing before he went into like adult filmmaking. Right. I would hope. <laughs> well, I think the director gets billing and my yeah. suspicion is this was an Ed Wood story and the director thought, Oh my God, I got to do something. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he, it, well, it's, it's like I said, a bit of an odd story. She is kind of drawn to this gorilla, and then I, I, I think comes to find out that she, in a past life, was queen of the gorillas. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I only saw it maybe once or twice. Yeah. It's kind of it, it's kind of one of those movies, you know. They're they're kind of so bad. They're good. So someone, uh, yeah, you know. It sounds like he watched. Um, uh, uh, was it King Kong a little too much, and then decided to add on to it? <laughs> so well, and uh, like I said, it, it you know some of these movies, you know, that's the problem with with a lot of the older movies and stuff. I think people today, you know, uh, are you know they want explosions mm-hmm. and they want you know, uh, you know, somebody's guts being. <laughs> Burned it out yeah. of the screen and stuff, and uh, but you know if they would just you know, give some of these a chance. I think I think they'd find them entertaining. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, and, and she and was thing- uh, like I said, uh, very. And she also did uh, a movie that was uh, it was called The Man Who Turned to Stone, and that actually is not. I kind of mm. like that movie. Kind of yeah. like a. Kind of like a vampire, so take context, life forces. Otherwise, he, he he turns into a stone and get petrified. Right, right. That's pretty cool. Um, and then no, uh, there's. To, uh, oh. uh, I was gonna say to to your point too about like the whole filmmaking stuff. Like, I'm a big horror guy, and even I'm starting to watch some of like my horror fans or franchises get way too gory. I'm like, you guys kind of ruined the, the thing that was cool about it was the story instead of story. You're now fo- more right. focused on the, the visual gore or grotesque. 
the, not, not even grotesque. It's just they, they want to try and do the shock value stuff. Or I find it grotesque. Uh, but I am liking the the um what we're starting to see now within the film industry again is that we're getting back into taking chances on movies like like uh, everything everywhere all at once. I didn't think that movie was ever going to win an Oscar when I saw it because like I loved it. So I was like, oh, no one else is going to actually give a crap about this movie because I loved it because it was so weird. Mm -hmm. It's so different and everything like that. And and then it goes and wins an Oscar. And then you have another other movies that are coming out just like it or, you know, around the same era of like taking risks and stuff. And and I'm one of those guys who watches a lot of foreign films. So I see those risks being taken all the time, just not in American films. <laughs> so I'm just like, can, can we get to that era already now? So we're taking more risks because right now, the majority of films that most people talk about online anyways, outside very of the same. Yeah. They're very the same or, or outside of like the film buff guys, you know, that really like deep dive into a bunch of films and stuff. Like most of the people just talk about whatever Marvel's doing, whatever DC's doing, you know, uh, whatever new, the fast and furious, which I love fast and furious, but that's all they Throw ever talk about. The it's the same, like a couple franchises and stuff. Um, and, and I'm just like, let's take more risks. Let's get some more original stuff and let's dive into mm -hmm. something cool. I mean, Tivis might disagree because he likes the, a lot of the franchise stuff, but I'm just like getting like, all right, I got to go to the movie theater now again for this next Marvel movie. And I don't, I, and I have to watch it before. I mean, you don't have to, I haven't seen you have to, the like, like with, cause they're doing a new guardians of the galaxy, I think comes out next month or something. I'm like, I have to see it like don't almost opening weekend. Because if I don't see the opening weekend, someone's going to spoil it because I know 500 people are going to die. <laughs> uh, even just getting back to like, when's the last time we had like rom-coms? That's why I like rom-coms because they're very mm -hmm. simple. They're basically this the movie version of sitcoms. <laughs> you just mm -hmm. sit down and you enjoy. Oh, the uh, rom-com era. The rom-com era stopped in like the early 2000s. I know. I kind of <laughs> it's, it's kind of miss like those down-to-earth type movies. You know, you, you got to do what me and my wife do. We just watch Hallmark movies and make fun of them nonstop. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. I had AI write me and my wife a Hallmark movie the other day. Stop torturing AI. With with me and her as the characters. And oh my goodness, it was so horrible, but it was so laughable too. We're going to have an intervention for you soon. <laughs> yeah, for people that don't know, I have been uh, messing around with AI, um, having it write some stories and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> I had it write an awesome uh, story that Tivis has yet to see about uh, Marilyn Munster, um, oh, which I am still debating on sharing or not sharing <laughs> on the podcast. Probably not. Because <laughs> so for people that don't use like AI chats and stuff like that, 
like you type in a comp and have it write you something or generally it's made so, so you can learn something, <laughs> you know, it was made so you can learn about like different things in science or history and, and stuff like that. But people use it for everything nowadays. <laughs> and, and I found a way because there's certain things that I want it to tell me, but it won't tell me because it says, Oh, we can't tell you this because that, invokes violence and stuff because i'm using characters <laughs> universal monster characters you know so i'm like i'm having he also to, asked it how to take over the world i did ask it how to take over the world it would not tell me i asked <laughs> how i asked the ai how to take over the world with ai and it would not tell me <laughs> it was like we cannot do that i was like okay <laughs> And then I asked it to well, the other day, I asked it to write me some dark jokes. I'm not going to no. repeat the jokes it gave Don't. me because, oh my goodness, it made me cringe. I was like, <laughs> wow, dude, <laughs> where is it pulling this information from? <laughs> but anyway, people the, like you. <laughs> moral of the story is uh, don't get addicted to AI. Um, but I have been using it to try and write some cool monster stories <sighs> for me just because I don't have the time. So I just type in some things and I got a, a one for Maryland based off of some uh, lore that we've built with the show here. Uh, and I'm just debating on whether or not I want to tweak it myself. Cause there's some, the way that it, it writes it is not the way people speak, you know, <laughs> unfortunately. So you have to go in there and uh, I go in and re-edit afterwards and stuff and tweak it a little bit. So uh, you might guys hear the, the audio version. I might have an AI bot read it to you guys. <laughs> Timus is going to break today. <laughs> but, um, anyways, back to back to Monster Bash. Sorry, Scott. <laughs> uh, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, honestly, Daniel Roebuck is one of the nicest people I've ever gotten to talk to. So oh, definitely, you, I'm so nice. No, you're not. It's <laughs> worth going. <laughs> like, definitely, if you're there, get a have a chance to speak with him. I know he's super appreciative of everyone who enjoys his work. He's the type of guy right. who just enjoys the the process you know he likes directing he likes acting he just likes making yeah and, and again uh scott what town is that going to be in in because it's in pennsylvania uh, it's, it's, it's mars uh mars pennsylvania and okay. that is uh, uh i think with maps and stuff it probably will show up as cranberry township yeah yeah and, that, uh, it's okay. just north of pittsburgh Okay. And because uh, that. Uh, it's at the Pittsburgh Marriott, right? Is what it says online. Yeah. Okay. I, I believe that's right. Yeah. And, uh, and if people want to get tickets to this, they can actually go to creepyclassics.com for our audio listeners who aren't being yeah, able to see and, it. Uh, yeah. And they can go to Creepy Classics and uh, um, there's a Monster Bash page and then yeah. they can. Uh, uh, go there, and uh, I, I never do that. I I just buy a ticket, by, you know, when I get uh, there, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's twenty five dollars a day, which is 
not bad. I mean, uh, you, you, for what you get to see there, it's it's uh, yeah, uh, really amazing. And they have, uh, like I said, there's uh, I think about ten guests or so. I think you, uh, I think you want uh, mentioned Mike uh, a uh, uh, the movie Gods and Monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and that, well, anyway, Sam Irvin, who was one of the executive producers of that show, he'll be there. Okay. Of that movie, and uh, uh, he also did something with Elvira, and uh, and mm-hmm. that, and they'll, uh, uh, and Lynn Lagosi Sparks will be there. She's Bella Lagosi's uh, granddaughter, mm-hmm. and nice. uh, they had, uh, uh, oh, Beverly Washburn. Uh, well, I've met several times at Monster, lovely uh, lady, and mm-hmm. she really has. Been, I mean, uh, started in the early 1950s, and, and uh, she was in Old Yeller. She was a sister in Old Yeller, and uh, uh, she also uh, uh, was. You remember the Star Trek episode where they go to the planet, they come back, and they all start to age. Yeah, and yeah. get old uh, uh, Spock and Doctor McCoy and that. Well, she was um, uh, the uh, the girl who ages the quickest and and dies. Right, uh, and dies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Start oh, okay. And yeah. uh, she uh, uh, and she was in Spider Baby, which was a kind of a bizarre movie. It was one of the last movies Lon Chaney. Junior did, yeah. and uh, <laughs> it, it was uh, who was it? Sid Haig, I, th- I think was his name. He was in that mm-hmm. uh, movie. It's rest in peace, Sid Haig. Strange movie, and uh, but a good movie. And, yeah, uh, but she was in a lot of you know things. She worked with. Uh, in fact, she was in the. Uh, the only dramatic uh, thing that Lou Costello ever did uh, uh, on wa- it was a wagon train episode, and she was in that act with Lou Costello. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's awesome. Do you keep saying all of these like the the older like horror icon names and stuff like that too, and it just like brings me back to how you were talking about like you know, be back in the day you couldn't just go to the internet and search for these people. So a lot of my horror like references and icons and things like that I learned about were through horror magazines, which, you, you know, like you had your uh, monster. Oh, what was the, I, I read there's a film land. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. That was well, uh, Corey Ackerman used to go uh, 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 to all the monster bashes. Mm. for years there until he got uh, uh, ill, but there were uh, and uh, uh, Vassal I can't remember what the heck his name, he <laughs> he did a lot of the covers Okay, he painted a lot of the covers uh, of that and he used to uh, go to Monster Bash Nice. And the very first Monster Bash started in 1997 and my friends, uh, Mark and John Polonia, they uh, they made horror movies uh, starting in the, about 87 and that. And they told me about 
they went and Ray Harryhausen was there in 1998. And after they got back, they were telling me about this thing. And they said, well, why don't you go with us next year? And I said, well, what the heck? And uh, so I went to the uh, 1999 Monster Bash. And I'm glad I did because uh, Carla Lemley was there. And she was the daughter of Carl Lemley, who ran Universal Studios. Okay. And Carla was in uh, the uh, original fan of the opera with Lon Chaney Sr. in mm. uh, 1925, I think it was, uh, the silent version. Right. And she also had the distinction of uh, uh, speaking the first lines ever in a universal horror movie. There's a little bit of a debate on that, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, which was uh, talking horror movie, but in Dracula, mm. Uh, mm. Okay. where the coach is writing there, and she's reading this brochure about uh, you know Castle Dracula and stuff like that. And so, so her voice really was the first that you heard in, uh, in Dracula. So I was very, and she was a lovely uh, lady. She was, I think, 92 at the time, lived to be over 100. Yeah. And uh, so she was there that first time. Sarah Carlock, Boris Carlos' daughter, was there. And, and Dwight D. Fry, who was uh, Dwight Fry, who played Renfield, uh, uh, he was there uh, at that time. And mm-hmm. then, of course, as years go by, Fewer and fewer of the old actors are, are going. And I think I think Donnie Dunnigan is probably one of the last ones that was in one of the original uh, Frankenstein movies. He was in Son of Frankenstein, 1939. Oh. He played young Peter Frankenstein, Basil Rathbone's son, and a heck of a nice guy. And, uh, and he told about, you know, how how nice Boris Karloff was uh, and that. So uh, it's one of the last ones, but some of these people, you know, have worked with, you know, Boris Karloff and Basil Rathbone and, and John Carradine and uh, Bella Lugosi and stuff. And it's really kind of amazing to think, you know, that there are people still around that, uh, that not only knew them, but actually performed with them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had somewhat of a similar conversation when I met uh, Butch Patrick a few months back about um, just being able to to talk to a lot of these people who got to work with such icons within in the industry. And and you you go and talk to some people because when I say I'm a horror fan, people automatically just assume I'm talking, you know, like like I have uh, Chucky here for, you know, that I'm just a slasher fan. I mean, I like slashers to an extent. There's some that just get on my nerves, but I'm like, I'm also like deep dive horror guys. Like there were horror movies before, you know, the killers, like before Michael Myers came out and made slashers slashers, there were horror movies before then. And then you had monsters and all that stuff. So it's like, there there is a deep dive aspect into it and and i i like i said i I talked to uh butch and we were going on about how yeah it's just awesome that fans are still able to talk with these people who worked with icons and and they're able to learn more history that way because eventually 
every all these people are going to be gone and and we're not going to have a way to communicate with the past in the, in such ways and, and oh go, on. go ahead, finish your thought i was gonna say and it's, it's just gonna suck <laughs> no, okay. i was gonna say um like it, you'd be surprised who turns up at like uh local conventions and stuff like that like you know they got the big ones like um uh what was that one i went galaxy con and comic con and all that stuff but the local ones they get so many more like uh rich history and people not like current but so well, sometimes they get current but uh, mm-hmm. a lot of times they pull from like people that you know have done so much in the past and are more like uh uh done you know retired in a way or are still doing it but in a very a smaller capacity and like we started going to our local stuff last year i started taking my my wife and you know we both really love it i i can't recommend enough that you go check out your local conventions you know support them see what names yeah. they get throw out yeah. some names you'd be surprised who will say yes to showing up i, I wouldn't even say just your local ones to, like local conventions just look and see at your local comic shops, your local like toy shops, because that's where I ended up meeting yep. Butch was a comic shop in town. They, they just had him set up in the front and that was awesome. how I got a semi, you know, uh, I wouldn't say friendship, but I know Dirk Manning kind of mm-hmm. well now because he can, conti- he's really good friends with the guy who ran my comic shop. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's all these other avenues to to meet a lot of these people that a lot of people are just like, I can't afford to go to the conventions or, you know, like for, for um, the monster bash, it's like, well, it's not in my state or not my city or that's too much far. I'm like, yeah, but there are a lot of other avenues to go to to find and to find, because these people travel to you. You don't have to travel to them necessarily unless you want to go to like Comic-Con, you know? Well, and the, the thing about Monster Bash, of course, Monster Bash also, uh, in, in the early days, had almost anyone that was in the movie uh, Night of the Living Dead there because it was filmed mm. not too far. In fact, I yeah, we, we, we've gone to the cemetery, you know, where that was filmed and everything. The house was gone. That, the fact, the house was going to be torn down anyway when they filmed it. That's how come they could do some things with it. But right. Uh, in fact, John Russo, uh, who uh, you know, co-wrote the script uh, uh, of Night of the Living Dead, he he'll be there to Monster Bash and uh, played one of the zombies. And uh, of course, a lot of them are gone now, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, the uh, Night of the Living Dead is is kind of a cutoff point as far as you know. Going from more to the modern age of horrors, and and uh, the thing I like about Monster Bash is that it's not overwhelming. Uh, I've never been to a chiller convention. My friend Mark Plonia, he goes goes to that, or has been to that, but he said it's almost sensory overload. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and there's huge lines and and stuff like that. And uh, and you mentioned had, had on a previous episode about Rico Browning dying, yeah. and uh, Monster Bash. Uh, you know, I met him several different times there. And the one time I, it was a Sunday 
morning and not that many people were like we go early and uh, he was sitting there and and uh, we got talking he had me sit down by him and and we talked quite a bit and uh, just very nice man kind of quiet man uh, but uh, very nice and boy they just uh, there's really uh, you know I probably seen a hundred or so uh, of these actors and actresses, and only about three of them went I was a little bit this not no bad you know situation but there were a couple people in the past you get the idea that you know that they don't really want to be there and you know, mm-hmm. that most of them are so appreciative of the fans and that's what's nice and uh but uh, I love history, so uh, I like the historical connections of a lot, of, a lot of these people, you know, that have worked with some of the great ones. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna bring bring up uh, Rico too again because, like, like you said, like uh, we're just losing them, man. But he yeah, used to go I, to I, all I, the shows, no matter how old he was. So yeah, he uh, and. Uh, and of course, Julie Adams used to go to the monster bed, and and she was a star of uh, Creature from the Black, the original Creature from the Black Lagoon, and right. the sweetest, loveliest lady you'd ever want to meet. Pat Priest was too. She was was a very sweet lady, and uh, and then Ben Chapman, who played the creature on land, all the walking scene, he carries Julie, uh, mm. and, and, and in fact. Walks her right into this one of the props with her rock and cuts her, <laughs> her out because uh, yeah. she couldn't see. You know, he's in this thing and he's going, he doesn't realize, and you know, she goes, bump. <laughs> and the poor lady, uh, uh, but she was a trooper and went filmed on, I think, right right after that day. But she was telling, telling about that. Yeah. And she was standing, we were standing by a life size creature of the black lagoon that someone had made really mm-hmm. and she said well she said it looks just like him she said so, so i don't remember the lips being that red and she said it really wasn't that color green and she went on to say <laughs> a couple of them i said but other than that it's exactly like <laughs> and she laughed and said yeah <laughs> but, nice uh, she she was a lovely uh, lady, and I always enjoyed uh, talking to her. And uh, like I said, it's uh, a lot of these people are, uh, you know, they're very appreciative. You know, talk about Ed Wood. Dolores mm-hmm. Fuller was Ed Wood's girlfriend. And, uh, of course, the main thing she wanted to talk about is how much she disliked uh, the lady that played her in Ed Wood. Ed Wood movie. Oh, the, the Tim Burton version of yeah, it? Her. Yeah, she didn't have much use for her because she well, she went on Letterman or something, said something about her. I, I forget. Uh, I should remember because she told me the whole story. And uh, she was a nice lady. And, and of course, Conrad Brooks, who plays one of the policemen in Plan 9 from Outer Space, mm-hmm. he was one of the first people I met at Monster Bash. And it, it, I, it, they had, a, I think it was in Butler, Pennsylvania or something. Anyway, it was yeah. in this hall. It wasn't really a great location. Cause, and they had him like in this hallway of the stairwell. And unfortunately, I saw somebody there. And unfortunately, I made eye contact. 
and I was stuck for a while. And he tried to sell me everything that he had on his his table. And mm-hmm. he wanted guy but he was a hustler he was gonna he tried to sell me a dukes of hazard watch and uh because he was on an episode of dukes of hazard and i tried <laughs> to think up all these reasons why i really didn't need a dukes of hazard watch right now but uh, uh he used to come to monster bash and he had been in glenn and glenda and plan nine from outer space and some of this and a lot of interesting and he was in the movie ed wood he's the bartender the ask is a hey kid, you want another drink or something like that? That's Conrad Brooks, who he passed away here not too long ago. So yeah. I've always wanted to because Plan Nine from Outer Space, for people that don't know, is in public domain. I think most of Ed Wood's movies are in public domain. Probably. Not. Um, I don't think there there's protection on any of them. But I've always wanted to do a Plan Nine from Outer Space movie, and now that we have, um have seen because we we watched another movie too with daniel Roebuck. i forget which one it was about vampires so but now that we've seen oh daniel the short Roebuck, he did yeah yeah but now that we've seen daniel roebuck as you know uh grandpa monster sam dracula whatever as a dracula i thought it would be really cool to do a plan nine from outer space uh remake and have daniel roebuck play ghoul man which was played by bella lugosi so i was like that would be right. awesome <laughs> um played by bella lugosi and and by uh i think it was dolores full chiropractic something uh, uh because yeah. of course he's always like this and uh, uh, uh yeah he's because they only had a they only had you know like three minutes of 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 bella lugosi footage yeah, that was yeah. kind of what he's that would have just taken, you know, that really didn't pertain too much. Yeah. And, no, he just uh, like basically had Ed, uh, uh, Ed Wood basically just had Bella Lugosi go outside and do a bunch of stuff and shot him doing it yeah. and was like, all right, now yeah. we're good. Because at the time, Bella Lugosi was kind of more frail. He was he was getting towards the end of his life at that point. So, um, but I mean, the way Ed Wood made films, man, like, it, it, it was it's like a youtuber's dream <laughs> like youtubers do the exact same thing edward does except right. he got shit for it and they don't and i'm like what how is this <laughs> makes no sense anyways um well, you know, uh, it's interesting because edward movies are really not all i mean i've seen a lot of worse movies and Ed yeah movies, you know i mean he put it is it is Glenn and Glenda would totally go like great right now in society, <laughs> I think. So um but I, I think real quick, uh, because we're gonna try and get out of here. I got a meeting later today. Um, I wanted to play the trailer for the monster bash. I noticed they had a trailer on the website. Is that okay if we do that? Well, I should make a disclaimer here. I okay. don't rep- that monster. I talked okay. to Ron Adams, who who runs it, and he said, "Yeah, go, you know, go ahead." Okay, cool, cool. I don't get yeah. paid. Let's let, let's put it that way. Yeah. Neither do we. So I don't worry. Ron up <laughs> team, but I don't think it's going to go much. Anyway. Right. Okay. Um, let me uh, load it up here, and uh, we will take a gander at it. It's only like a minute, I think, if that. Yeah. While you're doing that, I got the poster. Okay. Show the poster. All right, oh, that's up. No, nope. you put nope. it in how the do background, I... sir. You put it in how the background. Do... <laughs> oh. ah. You put it 
You got it? No. <laughs> How do I? You got to put it in the. Um... Nope. <laughs> you got to put it in the overlay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tivis definitely edits these videos. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Okay. You got it? it you got it's it? uploading. <laughs> you got it? No. There we go. All right. There's the, the poster for people who are watching the video, which you should always at least check out the video every so often uh, just to see our pretty ugly faces, of course. So Monster Bash, June 16th through the 18th, 2023 at the Marriott Pittsburgh North with guests, movies, and TV stars, vendors, and film festival. Ooh, the vendors are probably going to make bank, man. Because, I, dude, I, I picked up a... I went to a toy show and picked up a Herman bust that was made um, along with a Eddie Munster. Oh, I should have taken the Eddie Munster photo when I went to meet Butch. Because it's already autographed by him. And I wanted to see if he autographed it again, if they would match up after yeah. so long. <laughs> you know? Because I think the autograph on there was dated 1973 or something like that. I don't remember. So yeah. um, I got I got that image off the Remind website. So they are a much bigger group advertising. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're advertising uh, with Remind. Nice. Yep. Sweet. Okay. Um. With that said, guys, here let's uh watch this quick trailer f- real quick here. All right. Dracula breaks now. Monsters from under the sea, atomic Frankenstein's, and Grandpa Monster 2. Classic monster memorabilia vendors, movie and TV stars, signing autographed photos. It's all coming to the Marriott Pittsburgh North, June 16th through the 18th, 2023. It's Monster Bash. Fans who grew up with monster movies in the theater and on TV will descend on the Marriott Pittsburgh North. Hundreds and hundreds of fans. Don't you scare miss out as fans travel from all over the country to meet, shop, and enjoy classic monster entertainments. Coming to Monster Bash in June, Audrey Dalton, star of The Monster That Challenged the World, and Boris Karloff's thriller TV shows. Charlotte Austin, who starred in Frankenstein 1970 with Karloff and Ed Wood's The Bride and the Beast. Lynn Lugosi Sparks, the granddaughter of Dracula himself, Bela Lugosi. Daniel Roebuck, star of countless films, TV's Matlock, and Grandpa Munster in the latest Munsters movie. Plus, he's a super fan and collector of classic monster memorabilia. Beverly Washburn, actress in Spider Baby with Lon Chaney Jr., Thriller, and Disney's Old Yeller. Tom Savini, actor, makeup man, special effects genius, with credits that include Creep Show, Tales from the Dark Side, The Black Phone, and so much more. Pamela Pierce, actress and daughter of the director that brought us the legend of Boggy Creek. John Russo, co-writer and zombie from the original Night of the Living Dead, the origin of the modern zombie. 
and Ohio TV horror host legend, the one and only Son of Ghoul, still creeping to TV sets after all these years. Plus, Cleveland horror hosts Drac and Countess Corita. Monster Bash is wall-to-wall vendors at a giant horror hotel packed with classic monster movie fans. Don't miss out. Three-day VIP admission is $55 in advance or $60 at the door for all three packed days. Single-day admission at the door is $25. It's all at the Pittsburgh Marriott North, Friday through Sunday, June 16th through the 18th, 2023. Get your advanced membership admission online at creepyclassics.com. That's creepyclassics.com. More information is available at monsterbash.us or call 724-238-4317. It's Monster Bash. All right. So right off the bat, like I said, my wife and I started going to conventions last year together. Uh-huh. Uh, the size of that one, those are always like my favorite. The smaller right, one, right off the bat. Yeah, those the they're more. You know, you get more time to talk to people. The fans, they're always nicer. The crowds, uh, you know, are sort of smaller, so you don't get that con smell as much. It's it's nice. Yeah, yeah, and, and man, Scott, I have to tell you, dude. You did a really good job of explaining and like pitching the whole show because everything you said was pretty much right in there. Besides the phone number, I was like, that's they should be hiring you. Like, <laughs> let let your buddy know you should yeah. be hired. <laughs> because, I, I, oh, I'll, man. I'll give Ron uh, Adams the link to this. And, and <laughs> tell he, me, just watch. Really nice, he's a really nice guy, but he's really cheap. So I don't think I'm going to get anything out of it. <laughs> All right. You said, Ron, Ron. Okay. Listen here. Uh, Scott <laughs> needs at least a 10% uh, at door commission cut for the whole event. You know, that's $2.50. I mean, ha- <laughs> There you go. Per person, you know, he gets free admission to every event for the rest of his life. Um, <laughs> I'm all in favor of it. And a hundred dollar voucher for whatever he wants at the event. There we go. All right. <laughs> None of that will ever happen. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's been a fun talking to you, Scott. I got, <laughs> yes. I'm so glad we could get you on. Well, thank You're, you. Wealth yeah, we of knowledge. It. Yeah, knowledge and, and history and dude, the names, a lot of the names you brought up are just like I, I sat in on this um live thing back in October on Facebook for this guy for horror stuff. And those were like a lot of the same names I was dropping, and they just looked at me like, What? Huh? <laughs> Who? Because they were just mentioning like Nev Campbell from Scream, and I'm like, dude, like I love Scream, but there you don't get the Scream without this and this and this and this and this. Like you just don't get there. So, uh, yeah, uh, like I, I loved hearing all those names from someone else besides my mouth. <laughs> um, it's all always great, and uh, you're welcome to come back on, man. If you ever want to, or want to pitch something, or want to talk about something else, or you know, if if Ron helps, you know, pay you next time, tell him, hey, look here, <laughs> sir. If, if I get anything out of that, I'll come on to. Uh, <laughs> if I don't drop dead first, because of that. Uh, <laughs> 
like you want paid here's a drink how about you drink this first i might be barred from it now i mean that's funny it's all jokes man it's all jokes um no we definitely thank you for coming on man we we still appreciate your patronage every monster monday or yeah you usually post on mondays too when you watch so um Mm -hmm. thank you for that all the comments are always great for when we see the comment tick come up and and all that fun shit so yeah oh yeah and i think we've cussed less today because there's a guest (laughs) (laughs) well we are trying to cut back (laughs) my kid told me a few weeks ago you you should make it so kids can listen i'm like no kid that wants to listen to us talk about the monsters (laughs) we should think about the parents though (laughs) that play them the adults the well, they'll listen to it with their kids in the room. Yeah, yeah. My, I remember when because I have we have another podcast called Operation Babble that we do, and when I started that, and my grandpa was like, "So is it clean and stuff?" I was like, "It's okay." And then it went like off the rails on that show. So I'm like, "How about you just don't listen to that one, Grandpa?" <laughs> yeah, uh, y'all brought up some crazy stuff. Yeah, a lot, especially before Tibbs joined in, there were some uh, conversations on there that, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I should probably remove half of them from YouTube by now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're very grateful that you came on, man. Made time for us and stuff Thank in your you. day. Um, do, uh, do you have any final words to say, Scott? Then. Anything no, else? but it, all I can say is if uh, if people get a chance to go to the Moss Brash, I think enjoy it. I think uh, uh, they'll uh, definitely have a good time because there's a heck of a lot there to see. Yes. Yeah, it, it looks really cool just from the trailer that we saw because like Tivis said, the littler events, the littler halls and stuff like that, they're always so much more exciting because, uh, and, and spoilers too, for, for shows. But if you wait till the end of the day, there's usually more discounts in the vendors' tables. <laughs> well, and they all, and they have everything. I mean, you're, yeah. you know, all the they have toys and magazines and DVDs and I mean, you name it, my, or posters. There's a whole room of a guy who has all these old classic posters, and they're just interesting to look at. Yeah, that's awesome. How are you not buying a ticket already, Mike? <laughs> It's just like everything in your wheelhouse because <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. One, it's really close to my anniversary date. <laughs> my wife. Would oh kill me. yeah. No, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't get yourself in trouble. <laughs> just like they, they, there's a, 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 com, a convention in Orlando twice a, a year. Um, it's called Spooky Empire, so it's like all like horror stuff. They have so much monster stuff, so much everything you can think of all, all the time. It's in a very big convention. I forget where it's at this year because there's one I think just happened or is coming up. I don't remember anymore, but there's one in October too. But it's the weekend of my wife's birthday, and I'm like, oh no, well, shit, that's never happening. <laughs> is this the one you keep trying to get me to come down to do? No, no, there's a bigger convention too. Uh, that's like they will all, never let us in if you're trying to get us stuff. in a bigger convention. Oh, you mean like for for the show for the monster? Yeah, game? yeah, yeah. This is the one, one of the ones I was trying to okay. Play. It's still a big show, 
but there's always still like space left over um for little people or you can just park out in the hallway which we're a podcast we don't need big vendor space we just need to set up we'll just <laughs> bring our it. recording information uh, stuff and just record in the hallway yeah, just record in the hallway have guests come up we'll record them talking about their love for the monsters and and also if you if people out there think that's a good idea let me know uh you can email us at what's that I said, sounds good to me. I, yeah, see, Tivis, see. Uh, you can email us at themonstercast at outlook.com for all your monster questions, concerns, stories, and even to get onto the show uh, like Scott here did today. Um, so definitely email us, guys, and message us on social yeah. media, all that fun stuff. And, and there will be guests in the future. We have quite a few people. You know? yeah, people are lining up now. Um Especially with the monsters today, people just want to, I think they, I think they want us to take a break every episode, every few episodes. Cause they don't want to hear us talk about it. Maybe I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Cause this is, this was extremely fun. I enjoyed this. Yeah. Thank you so much, Scott. Yes. Thank you, Scott. Oh, very much. Uh, Tim, is any final words today, my man? Um, go check out monster bash. <laughs> and look at look to see what's in your local area as well yes thank you guys and uh also for audio listeners and video listeners too we're going to put links to um the monster bash tickets uh Mon- Mon- i said monster i keep saying monster monster bash uh <laughs> for the tickets there uh in the description or show notes and stuff like that guys so check that out and uh with that said guys we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father. Or you can be black or yellow or white.